On this episode, we talk about our recent trip where we stayed at the Wyndham Garden Lake Buena Vista at Disney Springs, saw Blue October at the House of Blues, dined at Garden Grill, and took in the Candlelight Processional with Josh Gad. This is part one. Today is December 13th, 2022, and this is episode 521 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys! Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head on out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to MainSTMagicTravel.com and fill out a form for a free quote. Our travel services are completely free to you. Well, today we are talking all about our weekend and how fun it was and what we did and the new things we tried. This was jam-packed. It was, and it was just me and you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Did you enjoy that? I did. I really did. Um, Yeah, we had a very, very busy weekend. We're going to talk about uh, Wyndham Garden, Lake Buena Vista, Disney Springs, our first time in that portion of the hotel. Yep. Uh, We're going to talk about... Going to House of Blues and eating a little something and then seeing Blue October. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Garden Grill our first time. Woo. We're going to talk about Josh Gad. We're going to talk about Anna and Elsa. We're going to talk pizza. about pizza. A lot of pizza. Um, all kinds of wonderful things. Um, so let's go ahead, I guess, and, and, and dive in. And what I think we'll do is we'll kind of just walk um, through the weekend, weekend? Yeah. in a sense. So let's start with Friday morning, just this past Friday. Uh, we headed straight down to Hollywood Studios, right? We did. Yes. And I wanted to eat at Brown Derby Lounge because A, we haven't. B, it was supposed to be a beautiful Florida day. Yeah. And I just wanted to enjoy it. And it and it worked out really well because Jeremy, unfortunately, his little um, foot and psoriatic arthritis flared up so um we did get a wheelchair so if you want to talk about that first and get that out of the way (laughs) yeah so yeah so normally and i'll just cover the whole thing we won't go through the rest of the weekend as far as that's concerned because luckily things by saturday felt pretty good for me but um yeah i knew like i had a flare-up coming and this happens every time like i know my foot is like oh look at the calendar they're going to disney Let's go ahead and have a flare up and make it so that Jeremy can't walk without excruciating pain. So I knew Friday morning when we woke up, I was like, oh, boy, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Um, normally, we contact Kingdom Strollers, our wonderful partner who uh, doesn't just rent strollers. They also rent ECVs. Mm-hmm. And usually I'll go ahead and rent an ECV. Uh, if you're looking to do something like that, you can go to msmfriends.com, mm-hmm. uh, find their link there for strollers, ECVs, all that kind of good stuff. So this time I was actually like, you know what? It's not awful. Why don't we do something a little different and see what it's like to actually go to Disney guest services in one of the parks and rent in a wheelchair? And I'll call it an old school wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking it up. I'm like, all right, it's 12 bucks a day. That's not bad at all. Yep. Uh, if you do multiple days, it's $10 per day. Go yep. ahead and book that 
you know, ahead of time. So we got into Hollywood Studios and right there on the right uh, behind the little Coca-Cola man. Yep. Stand up guy that everybody knows is uh, strollers and wheelchairs and ECVs as well. So we said, all right, we're going to look to get a wheelchair. And she said, uh, do you want to do it for multiple days? Said, let's do it today, tomorrow. Twenty bucks all in. Yeah. So the no thing, tax or whatever. Yeah, no it's tax, called. nothing. Yeah, just awesome. Um, so the thing with these is that they do not leave the park. So Correct. basically, and you cannot, they're not available at resorts. So what you would do is you would come into Hollywood Studios, for example, you rent your wheelchair, you go ahead and, and get it. They give you a receipt and they put a date on it and then you hold on to that receipt. Yeah. Upon exit of Hollywood Studios, you turn in the wheelchair. Right. You then, depending on what your situation may be, for me, I had to hobble back to the parking lot to our car. Um, there are transfer wheelchairs available, but I was like, it's not too far. I'll just I'll just get through it. Uh, we didn't really inquire about getting a transfer wheelchair from front of park to parking lot or buses right. or whatever it may be. Skyliner in that case. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Um, we'll go ahead and and go to the next location. And, and this is how it works. So you then go to the next location. Let's just say it's Disney Springs. It's another Disney park. You're hopping. You then go to that guest services with the wheelchair rentals and you show them the receipt. They give you a new one. Right. Same thing. You exit that park. You're going to turn it back in. You're going to con constantly trade this in basically for your length of stay. Right. Um, and we'll talk about your thoughts on having a wheelchair versus ECV for me in a minute. Okay. One thing that I was not aware of and they did, and it makes perfect sense, but I just want everyone else to be aware of it. And they and did the not tell us. And the cast member did not tell us when we yeah. were running. We even said... If we go to Disney Springs. Specifically, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we go to Disney Springs and we go to trade it in. It's near the Lime Garage. Um, we're entering, you know, through where the Disney Springs hotels are at the Wyndham Garden. So it is a little bit of a walk or in yes. my case, a hobble. And um, we go up and I'm like, hey, I got my receipt. I'm ready to get a new wheelchair. And he's like, great. That'll be a hundred dollar deposit. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, what? And this makes perfect sense. He said, because there are so many entrances and exits at Disney Springs, they require a deposit because I think it would be much easier for someone to walk away with one and steal right, it. Right. You know, they do not have it security at every entrance, every exit. So I was like, all right, we're getting ready to meet up with some people at House of Blues. Um, I, I think I'm going to be OK. I really didn't want $100 tied up. Because as quickly as they can take the hundred dollars, they do Doesn't not come return back it. that quick. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like, all right, I trade this thing in tonight when we leave and I get my hundred bucks back, which would have been fine. I'm like, I, I don't want to be out a hundred bucks for, you know, three, five, seven business days, whatever it may be. So right. just decided not to. Uh, toughed it through the evening, but I was cool. And then Saturday morning I actually felt pretty good and we never ended up getting another wheelchair. But even twenty bucks for that morning at Hollywood Studios was a hundred percent worth it. Because I Good. wouldn't have made it through. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about me being in an old school wheelchair versus an ECV? And based on the cost savings, what would you recommend overall, I guess I would say? Well, like what's being just me and you, um, let's just say I would just need to, if this continues, I would just need to work out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't worked out in a long time. And I think if I did... I would have been fine. It's tiring. It's tiring. It, it, it was. It was hard. Um, I don't think you realize it, it, it. I don't think you realize like how many like hills, air quote unquote. I there didn't know are there were any until in I was in Hollywood this. Yeah. Studios. <laughs> but um, and then it's hard because when you're like going downhill, it's hard to like if I'm 
trying to, I mean, let's say you can't use your hands or something. Right. Like it's hard to try to stop. It's, it's very hard. And then pushing like a air quote uphill, you know, I mean, it, it, again, it's hard. I'm kind of like, Oh, putting all my weight into it. So. Yeah, and when we were on flat land, like I was fine just, you know, maneuvering it myself, but mm-hmm. it does get very tiring for your arms. And yep. so, you know, w- what would make these old school wheelchairs better is if they were electric. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think an ECV is the way to go. And and, and I will say this, yeah. and, you know, having now been in an ECV a few times and, and having some of these issues, um, I, I just, yeah, my heart goes out to anyone that needs this constantly in the theme parks. Yeah. Um, there, I will say, ECVs, I feel, are a little bit better as far as other guests go, but being in the old school wheelchair, I, it was almost like an invisibility cloak. Yeah. I, I, I really felt, and I don't know if because you are lower to the ground, you're, I, I don't know what it was, but I felt very much as though um, trying to maneuver was tougher than in an ECV yeah. because you did not seem as seen. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, but it was it was something we're like, you know what? Let's try this out. Let's get the let's get the info. Yeah. Let's figure out how it works. Uh, in the future, I will go straight back to Kingdom Strollers and say, let's go ECV route. Yes. Uh, I think it works much better. Yeah. Now let's get into our day and, and our plans and all that kind of good yeah, stuff. Yeah. So after Hollywood Studios, which was funny because um, Hollywood, there was it was very busy this weekend. And from what we um, think we figured out, it is because the pass holders are about to be blocked out. Yeah, I think they start blocking out Saturday, this coming Saturday, I believe, um, for the holiday season. So this was like last hurrah weekend for a lot of pass holders um, outside of IncrediPass to get into the parks. And we do have a lull coming up here this next week based on what park reservations look like. There's still a lot of availability uh, before we really get into the kind of that week of Christmas. Right. So it was... um, it was very, very busy. It was very busy. Jeremy looked up um, all the rides and we were like, well, what do you want to do? And it was, again, like I said, it was tough pushing him around. So I'm all like, I don't care. You decide. Like, I, And I really didn't. I just wanted to go eat at and just hang out and chill at Brown Derby Lounge because of the the area that it's at. It is seem a little quieter. You've got the beautiful statues there now. Um so I just, that's what I really wanted to do. So we kind of, which I was very proud of us this weekend. Yeah. Um, we just really browsed. Yeah, window we did. Window shopped, as they call it. I know, we did window we shop. We did not We did buy. not come home with bags full of merchandise. Yeah, which I wanted to, and it was really good, because I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here now. We almost started to buy a few things, actually on Friday. Yeah. And... Jeremy reminded me that we are going to Blue October and you, what if we can't carry it around, blah, 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 or you don't want to and we're going to be here all weekend, so we'll just get it on Saturday. Well, thank God Amy told me that it is 30% for pass holders starting actually Monday, which obviously we're home, but um, it will be ending on the day that we arrive, yeah. so we do plan to get a few things before that yeah, 30% ends. Yeah. So... With that being said, like I said, we went and got in, I was think 11.05, I think we went over to Brown Derby and put our name in. Yep. And it's so nice now. They have this whole system 
where, you know, I got a text and they said it'd be about 15 minutes and I was like, perfect. So we went and did a little more window shopping and then, yeah, I was looking at my watch and I was like, all right, it was a, it should be about 1120. And sure enough, we were, um, like called back around that time. But yeah. while we were window shopping, this was super cool. Nate and Brooke from Wilmington, North Carolina are actual listeners. Hey guys, it was so good meeting you. And, um, I guess he looked at Jeremy and then kind of realized like, wait, are y'all podcasters? And then we just started talking and it was yeah. awesome. And they listened to us and super cool. And I think it was one of those things where he was like, they look familiar. And then when we had the be nice we, to cast member shirts yes. and that's what he really recognized. Yep. He was like, I know there's a podcast that does those shirts. And he was like, Oh, it's Jeremy and Rhonda. Yep. And so that was, yeah, that was fun to stop and, and talk. Oh, absolutely. A little bit. Yeah. I always love doing that. And I think it's so funny too. Cause I love, when maybe somebody doesn't recognize us by seeing, you know, being in the community or whatever, but they do listen. And then we start talking and that's when he was like, yep, yep. Y'all <laughs> <That's sound."> <laughs> so it's super cool. Yeah. Super cool. But we got, yeah. So we got called back to Brown Derby lounge. Um, got a little table outside there. So nice. And so nice. what, um, what all, so we ended up waiting. It was literally like 15 minutes, right? Oh yeah. 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 We were, um, it was like eleven twenty. I think we were called back. It was yeah. It was absolutely perfect. Yeah, and, perfect. And I'm telling you, like so. So one of the things that's changed since we had last been there is that they used to have a lounge specific food menu outside. Yes, they right? did. Um, and it's one of the reasons we like it because not only can you get the entire menu from inside, but you can also get this special outside menu, which includes things like a smaller portion of the Cobb salad, right. um, some sliders, the charcuterie. Um, I think there used to be a little um, tuna, uh, ahi tuna tacos. Okay. Um, and I say used to be because we found out they no longer offer this lounge specific food menu. Right? But yes, but good news is, is the charcuterie is on the menu. Your Cobb salad, of course, is still on the menu. And it looked like everything that was on the menu, the yeah, lounge menu, was back on the regular menu. Yeah. Um, our amazing waitress, um, Danielle. Danielle, did tell us that, yes, you can get the sliders still. They are pork belly, though. Yeah. Which... It sounded amazing, but we've had them before. Very, so very good. Yeah, they're not listed on any menu, but you're still yep. available to yep. get them. So, and it's fine. Like, I mean, I, I just, I thought it was neat that they always had that, but I don't think it's really a, it's not any sort of game changer. And I still personally like the outside setting better than oh, indoors. And 100%. even Danielle said. She joked and said yeah. it was stuffy, which I've never actually, I did not agree with her on that. I love her and she was amazing, but I've never felt that it was stuffy when we went in. Yeah. Like when we went in for my birthday years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't feel like, oh, I should be wearing something else. It's we an were... old stuffy. It's a classic okay. stuffy. It's a 1950s okay. or 1940s, 50s stuffy, okay. which makes me not feel stuffy, I think. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, so no, we were like, all right, well, we'll go ahead and look at the regular menu. Um. I had already well, seen- That's all this... we were given. Well, yeah. As I as we walked in, uh, Ron, who is the bartender there, there, who I believe lives there, and I think he sleeps she, under the bar. She They've said been there for nine years. Yeah, and outside. she said Danielle said that. Yeah, it was a pop up bar, and yeah, they, yeah, they then made it 
like um permanent but um yeah that he was he is off i believe she said tuesday wednesday thursday yeah so we always see him because we're always there on Correct. weekends but but one of the things i saw as we we're walking past is their uh in holiday fashion is one of their holiday specialty drinks yeah are you super excited because i it, really was because it's basically an old-fashioned yeah so this is this is a buffalo trace kentucky straight bourbon uh rosemary syrup cranberry lime and cinnamon 15 dollars is is a good price for a drink at disney mm-hmm. or most anywhere as you go out as mm-hmm. we alluded to when we went to the jacksonville iceman game last weekend <laughs> um uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to get that. That sounds great. This was super delicious. And I know I've mentioned like I'm just starting to kind of like get into, you know, whiskeys and bourbons and things like that. I still have no clue what I'm doing or what I'm drinking. <laughs> I take recommendations from people like our our, our buddy Chuck and, and Amy and all because they know it very well. Four Roses, I do really enjoy that Chuck brought us the and other weekend. Costco has it. Uh, yes, they do. Um, but this to me was a really good introduction to an old fashioned because you did get those pops of cranberry and lime mm-hmm. where, I, you know, if, if you're like, well, I don't know if I like whiskey. Maybe I've never really had it. I'm going to try it or bourbon, I should say. Um, it wasn't overpowering. It wasn't like straight. Good. I did taste it. It was. Um, you didn't love it, but. No, but it was it was OK. I mean, it's not something I would pick, though. Yeah. So, what did you get? Well, of course, I got a dirty martini. Of course. And it was fantastic. That's your go-to now. Good, good. Very good. Um, But it was super funny because we were like, all right, do we get something else or do we move on? But the funny part was is I heard the couple next to us because it was our seat was a four-person seat basically under an umbrella, but they just kind of moved us over just a little bit where, I mean, you could have almost felt like you were sitting with the other couple yeah, you're very close in fact at one point she was like what did you get there yeah. <laughs> um but i heard them ask if they had coffee mm-hmm. and she basically was like well we have a cappuccino and we have this and i thought i heard her say an espresso martini so i was like mm. was not on the um menu at all yeah but um spoiler alert i got that for my second drink but you know, after a little while, that was almost like my dessert until she brought the dessert good. menu. It was really, really it good. It was. Like, I, I, I live for that Riviera espresso martini, and I think this one might have ousted it a little bit. Ooh. It was very, very good. Yeah. So we're like, all right, I, I knew you wanted the Cobb salad, and we were looking over the appetizers. Um, we absolutely love the charcuterie board here. Um, it has the honeycomb on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Ashley, who, by the way, got us a little honeycomb for yes. Christmas. She's like, I keep hearing you guys talk about honeycomb on the podcast. She's like, I had to get you some, and I'm super excited for it. Yeah. We're going to use it. We have a Christmas party this Friday. We're planning with Ashley and Karen, and um, I'm like, I, I, we'll, we'll buy the meats and the cheeses if you will assemble the charcuterie board, because yep. she's good at that type of stuff. And I'm like, and I got the honeycomb, mm-hmm. so we'll put that on there. Black olives. So mm. good. Uh, but we did decide on the Crab Louie. Yeah. So there was a couple of new things, which mm-hmm. I would, of course, share this. But there was an escargot where you were yeah. s- kind of excited about. And I was like, but I'm not going to eat it. Like, that's gross. To yeah. Me. And I didn't want the whole thing. So we decided on this Crab Louie. So there were a couple of newer items to us. Mm-hmm. Um, We were very excited. So this is crispy olive bread, citrus blend, Fried capers and a Louis sauce for seventeen dollars. 
And we'll go ahead and go ahead and take it away, because <laughs> you Maryland boy. Well, this is like a um, uh, crab and avocado stack. Mm-hmm. So this is a layer. I mean, it's formed in a mold, and they're taking that little mold off, and it is a baseline of probably almost an inch tall of jumbo lump crab mm-hmm. meat, which is lightly. I felt like seasoned with maybe a little bit of lemon juice or something, the but citrus. not mm-hmm. over season. Oh yeah. Um, on top of that is a bit of slightly mashed avocado. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that good. is then topped with a crispy olive bread, and then there is the this little like salad with a very light vinaigrette dressing on top of that oh. bread, and then smeared sh- on the sides <laughs> of each is this Louis sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, so beautiful too, by the way. Oh, this is a beautiful dish, and it's I think it's a good portion. I mean, this is a very shareable yeah. appetizer, at least I'd, amongst two people. I'd agree, and I gave you more because yes, you, you just you. I mean. This was outstanding. It was. I just started to say, almost spoiler alert, but yeah. we'll just get to it. He just, you were so like, when, and when Jeremy's really impressed with something, because he is from the area that like has all that, where he's eating stuff and he's like, this is garbage. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know any better. So when he does love something this good, then I'm like, all right, well, I'll give you the extra bites. Well, and I know, knew my cob salad was coming. So I was yeah. like, I'm good. It's, it's one of those things, again, for me, I just, I love crab. It's probably one of my favorite foods. It's easily my favorite seafood. Um, don't don't mask the flavor of the crab. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what happens a lot that I find with crab cakes is yeah. there's so much filler. There's so much. And, and I totally get it. It's crab is not cheap. You know, it is very, very expensive. And so I totally get where sometimes uh, restaurants may be like, look, we're going to call this a crab cake. But we really got to put a lot of filler in it because crab is expensive. Yeah. Fine. Um, I've certainly found, and I forget who I was saying this to recently. I was like, you know what? I wish at that point they would just call it a seafood cake uh, as opposed to a crab cake, right? I, I agree with that. That's 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 um legit, or yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? That's yeah, I think so. I mean, so acceptable. No, but this this was not masking any flavor. Full of crab flavor, uh, jumbo lump. The avocado was a perfect pair, like to go with it. Um, so normally, good. I like so things good. more straight up, but this was so good to scoop up the crab, Everything. the avocado, put it on the little uh, olive bread, and, and which crispy. was super crispy. Oh, so good! And then this Louis sauce was filled with crab flavor. I don't know if they made like a crab stock because there was no like actual crab in it, unless right. it was completely blended. Yeah. Like they could have put crab meat and blended it, mm-hmm. but it was almost like they used a crab stock. Like, I honestly feel like I could have taken a bowl of this Louis sauce and, and heated it, it like up. A soup. Yeah, like heated it up Stop like a soup. It. I thought it was outstanding. Well, good. No, I, it was. I, I it really was. Absolutely loved it. I would get this again and again. We told our waitress, we said, uh, man, I'm so glad this is good because we were so disappointed from years ago when the crab yes. wonton came off the menu. Yep. And that's another one. I remember going, Blue crab wonton, you guys are just, you're just trying to take something that doesn't need a bunch of additional items. It does not need any filling. It does not need a wonton wrapped around it. It does not need to be deep fried. And then we ate it and I was like, good job, guys. This is, <laughs> this is amazing. That was one of the best things you, I mean, like, oh, I, I love miss, this thing. I miss it. I do I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And then we also said, because a, a recent menu change that I know our, our good friend Michael is very, very upset about, and I believe he has put... A complete um, uh, bar now on <laughs> Brown Derby is the burger that they had. Uh, that is off the menu. What she told us was that the short rib, which is kind of what they brought in to replace it, um, is very, very good. Okay. But that burger was 
yeah. top five on property. Yeah. I'm sad to see it it gone. Aww. All right. Cobb salad. Yep. Uh, you know, it's their famous Cobb salad, but um, you can add shrimp or chicken. They did completely take off the lobster because they had lobster. And the well, they last... had lobster on the menu last time. Well, right. That's they did not what, actually have oh, lobster me. in their possession. Yes, that's what I should have said. They had it on the <laughs> menu, so I was excited for it, but they did not have it. And this time, I don't know if it was just too hard to get or whatever, but yeah. it was not even on an option. So with all that being said, we had shrimp and I was like, well, let's do chicken. And I, of course, ask if it's grilled because sometimes with cop salad like that, they'll do a fried. I would have been okay with it. Uh, I was super excited it was grilled. Me too. It was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat the cob salad, but with this chicken, like, and even Jeremy said it later to me. He was like, I think the chicken is a way better pair than the shrimp. shrimp. Now, don't get me wrong. The shrimp was fantastic oh, last time. Very good. But I do agree with him. And this chicken, it just was so good. It was so tender. Mm-hmm. Great, good chunks. I mean, seriously, it's their cob salad. And I don't know what they do, how they do it. I mean, it's split roast turkey, bacon, eggs, tomatoes, blue cheese, avocado, and some classic dressing that I'm sure it's a secret because I've never had a cob salad as good as this. No, not at all. And it's I've had other cob salads yeah. other places. For sure. So. I, I, I loved it. it. It's a good portion to split. Um, it is a mm-hmm. nice light lunch. You know, we're, we're hitting 80 degrees this day. Yep. Sun is shining. It is just that perfect, yep. like sit outside, relax, really have is. your drink, have something light. It's not going to weigh you down for the rest of the day or yep. the rest of the evening as you're hopping around theme parks. Yep. It, it It's one of those that it is so hard pressed to go here and not get this, even though there's a lot of other wonderful items on the menu. Right. Cause you but know, we knew this was lunch and we wanted something light. Yeah. I will say we've eaten this uh, multiple times. I would probably put this dish up there with one of the items we've eaten the most outside of probably some some dishes at Three Bridges. Mm-hmm. And I or said to you, it is, well, yeah, from Tuta Gusto. This is one of the most consistent dishes I've ever had. And that goes anywhere. Oh, I mean, yeah. That goes, even if 100%. I said, I'm going to go to my local restaurant and I love getting this thing every time I go, this is the most consistent dish. Absolutely. I, I don't think it varies. You know, we've had things before where um, somebody else said, this is amazing. And maybe we went and got it and we're like, I didn't, I didn't love it. Something right. was off that day or vice versa. Correct. And I just am, I, I love like this dish so off. much. No, it's yeah. never, ever off. And you're right. That chicken is the go-to. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. So she came around. She's like, um, would you guys like to see a dessert menu? And normally my reaction is no. And then Rhonda's <laughs> is always, it doesn't hurt, does it? Yeah. Did it hurt? No, it didn't <laughs> no, hurt. No, it did not. Um, <laughs> well, and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, crap. There's creme brulee. Yeah. And it's a citrus and cherry spiced compote. And I said, is the creme brulee good? And she's like, oh, yeah, that cherry compote. Yeah. And I was like. All right, that's what we're going to get. Um, no, but I was very excited. It was $13, and it was fantastic. Uh, the, it was a great creme brulee. Um, the custard was so thick and good, and you could see the vanilla bean like dots, yeah. basically what I call them, in there. 
And it was just a great, great custard. And then you mix that with the cherry compote. And then it actually came with what she called a biscotti. But I'm going to say it was a shortbread. Yeah. Because a biscotti is very crunchy and harder. This was soft. And now because the custard was so good and creamy, it could have it could have probably used more of a little crunch. Yeah, like an actual biscotti an would actual, have been really good with it as but, a balance. But oh my goodness, this was still it outstanding. still was fantastic. Yeah. It stood on its own. If they it just did. said like, hey, it I'll did. give you a basket of this shortbread Absolutely. biscotti, whatever they're calling it, I would take a basket of that. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I loved it. And, and we're so familiar with it now because Lacey's been making shortbread for the holiday yes. season. And it was like it was like Lacey's shortbread in flavor, but not um, as dense. Correct. Um, and this was a big, thick piece yes and i absolutely loved it i mean you know hollywood brown derby lounge is a go-to oh yeah you know we're we're we had a little family meeting earlier about our Christmas trip here and finding out exactly what it is the girls want to do and fun. what we're trying to check off i was shocked gifts. yeah i was like, shocked was by some amazing. of the stuff they said i was, was too my favorite Lacey goes want chicken and waffles at hollywood studios yeah. i'm like all right we'll get chicken and waffles and of course kaylin wants to go to epcot and get her chicken teriyaki which i was just thinking we haven't had our spaghetti maybe we should get our spaghetti then maybe that's our epcot day yep. um my favorite thing that kaylin said today was she goes you know i'd like to i'd like to close a park yeah she goes, after you know like the nighttime show or whatever it is and everybody starts to leave and it gets a little quiet and all she's like I want and to do that. Knowing I'm like, because yeah, I'm like, what? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> she's thinking and meaning Hollywood, Hollywood whenever Studios. because yeah, it's just, it's just so amazing. And it, when it's decorated and, oh, but yeah, that girls want to ride everything. I'm super, I'm super excited. So I already started like gathering my bubble wands and my light up necklaces and yeah, we literally started packing pretty mm-hmm, much. So. Pretty much. All right, let's move on, and I'm just gonna let's, let's talk in general now, and and get this one out of the way. Even though we didn't get we didn't get to check in, te- well, we checked we in checked to in. the hotel, yeah. but the we'll room was not that. available, and we had to head down and do some things. But let's talk about Wyndham Garden, Lake Buena Vista, right yeah. there at the entrance to Disney Springs. Uh, we have stayed in the tower before. Yeah. This is a multi uh, hotel basically because you have your tower, which mm-hmm. is going to be your indoor hotel setup correct and then you have your two garden wings on either side which are your motel outdoor you know outside entry right portion so this was our first time in the garden section so let's talk about it i mean we've you know we've talked about in the past we love the tower we love the lobby we love the oasis pool bar the pool here is at a very high level um short of a slide this is very much a deluxe resort pool and bar area i believe and I would venture to say that the tower, um, they do not have balconies, so therefore it very much falls under the moderate level at a mm-hmm. much lower cost point. Mm-hmm. Where do you feel that the garden room sit? Because this is a motel, so you're looking at a combination between value, between moderate. Where well, do you think I this mean, falls in a sense, and what did you think of the room? Because I loved it. We have a new go-to. Yeah, I, I mean... Any pop pop century, um, the art of animation, Ariel, the all the all stars, they are all this motel setup. Now, yeah, you still have like Disney stuff, but it's still that motel. And honestly, I was okay with it. Um, I love that it is the closest to Disney Springs, yeah. which is amazing. Um. 
I, I I'm not gonna lie a little bit. I was. I don't know if it's because it's not on Disney property, and you. I mean, I guess because it's easier to kind of walk through and like. Like, the, it is kind of gated to put your car in and everything, but I guess I was a little, like, coming home at night, like, thinking, all right, we're going to be fine, right? Like, I mean. Yeah. I, I don't know but, where you're going there, because I think this is, I, I, but this to me, compared to, we really enjoyed the Holiday Inn recently, and we're going to stay at the Drury here. Yeah. This being at the front door of Disney I, Springs, I, to me, makes it feel like it is truly the yeah, Disney Springs Hotel. Yes, and I agree. And that's what I was saying. Like, I, I think I, I think my brain was, because it's not on Disney property, that's why I was thinking that it is. But it was not, is what I was trying to say. Oh, gotcha, say. gotcha, gotcha. Like, I think I was like, well, are we going to be... But. But it's it was everything was great. Yeah. Like I did not at all. Like I do feel like I was on Disney property. Sorry. Yeah. I, I mean it is Disney point. property. Well, right. Technically, it's not Disney owned. Yes. Is what you mean. Correct. But you're. I mean, when you by the time you walk across those walkways from Disney Springs and you come down the stairs or the elevator, you are what a hundred, two hundred yards to basically the entrance, uh, the parking lot area. Yeah, and of then the because window. we were outside, yeah, it was it was super, super easy close, to get to. closer. <laughs> I I loved it in this room layout. We ended up uh, we had a king room, mm-hmm. so it was a king bed. It had a pull out um, couch, which I think was a full. I believe full, possibly. Yeah, it might have been a queen. I'm awful at telling bed sizes. I know, but it looked like just too like like if we sat on the couch. Yeah. Like, this was an absolute perfect layout for a couple for this room. Yes, hundred um, percent. You can get one with two queen beds, yep. and and that would be wonderful. Uh, there is a ton of storage here. They've got hooks up front that we hung our lounge flies on, and you even it was even like this hook that you could put your ears on top of cool. the bag. So um, much storage. Yeah, and the room size itself in the room area where you're hanging out is really very big. a good great size. Yeah. Honestly, big TV. Big TV, big fridge, big fridge, small which, freezer, which is nice is a nice addition because you're not getting that at most places, even any freezer at all. Right. Um, yeah, I think the only downside is that the sink port. So the bathroom area is very much like one of the value resorts at the All Stars. Just said. I was just gonna say yes. The only like, and I don't even know if you'd call it a downfall because no. I mean it's not like spend time in the bathroom. Right. Right. It would just be because, for example. Me and the girls getting ready together. It would be where I, I, I'd need to be like Lucy, where she actually will sit on the bed and she has this beautiful mirror. And I think yeah. she told me she got it on Amazon. And that is something that I could possibly get, you know, maybe a stocking stuffer. I think it was pretty cheap. Let me um, make a note of that one. <laughs> Because because it was smaller, actually, I could sit on the bed and I could do my makeup and then the girls could be. And then if I was sharing the room, like hypothetically with, you know, Lucy and Caleb, it would be a situation where, yeah, I mean, it is just a small area that like she'd either have to put her makeup. We couldn't do it together. Right. So... And yeah, and that was the only the bathroom, little bit of a downfall because the rest of it, where you have the, oh, the toilet nice. and the shower, is just it's, like that's most normal, places you've gone, and that was perfectly sized. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I could see that part, but I just I loved everything else about this room. I did too. Uh, I mean, the beds yeah. was super comfortable, oh, so good, nice big 
comfy pillows. So many, um, oh, what do you call them? Um, like plugins, but what are they? The USB. Wait, USB like, and regular oh, like so DC many. charges. So many. Like, yeah. like the clock had like four. Right. Two USB and two plugins. And then there was four more right there by the yeah. clock in the wall. Yeah. And then there was some on the TV. Like there, there was so many. Yeah. So I, many. I love it. I mean, we we sat there and we were like, all right, this is this is probably a new go-to. Um, and when we say go-to, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, we're going to stay for a night or two. And we're like, well, let's try to get the cheapest possible. And then we're like, all right. Well, let's check All Star. Let's check Pop. Let's check. And then now our let's check the Wyndham. Let's check yeah. Holiday Inn, you know? So Yeah, and the only the only thing we will say is that we we we're totally cool with walking. Yes. This is um, huge. This this is this is a, a little bit of a deal breaker potentially. It is. You know I don't have my phone, but we did 117 minutes on Saturday on walking. Okay. But that includes Epcot. Well, yeah, but still, like, because we went back and forth. Right. And it just, it's just a lot. I, I don't know the mileage that we, like, air quote unquote walked, but it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, your, your five minute walk from the hotel to the entrance to Disney Springs. But as we have alluded on social, you know, you're going to want to, it, it's easier to take advantage of the transportation that is offered at Disney Springs to get to your parks and your it other is. resorts and such. It is. Uh, I'm sorry, not parks because they're not running the parks to resorts. Right. So what we have said is, all right, you, if you're going to Hollywood studios, you know, you're probably going to walk down there um, either Uber or you're going to walk down to the buses at Disney Springs and you're going to take a bus to Caribbean Beach. You're going to skyline to Hollywood. Right. If you're going to Magic Kingdom, you're going to go down to Disney Springs. You're going to look for the bus for Contemporary and walk over. Right. If you are looking at Epcot, you're going to take a bus to most likely Yacht and Beach. You're going to walk through International Gateway. Riviera is an option with um, Skyliner. If you're going to Animal Kingdom, there's not a lot of great options. You're going to literally have to bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge and then bus from there to Animal Kingdom. But we're okay with that because we are not in a rush. We have time and we're okay walking. Right. So again, if you do not want to walk a lot, in addition to what you're walking throughout the parks, right? I would budget in Uber or Lyft if you're looking at staying Anywhere in the Disney Springs area. Right. So that's the only thing that we want to put out there. We're we're cool with it. We don't mind at yep. all. That's what we did getting throughout. Yep. All right. So let's move on because we had a little meetup, met up with Jill and Steve and John outside of House of Blues yep. uh, before the concert. And so good we were a little hungry Jill. at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted a hot dog. You really did. I don't know why we didn't. They had a foot log hot dog out there in House of Blues. So they have a separate stitches agreeing. Um, they have a separate smokehouse menu outside yep. that you can get. And, uh, and starts at five. Yes. Starts at five. Grace was our wonderful waitress. Happy birthday to her. Yeah. It was her birthday. She was wearing a little button. So we did not opt for the footlong hot dog. Nope. What did we get? Smokehouse nachos. Yeah. And you can add pulled pork or a brisket. 
Um, so this was $11 and it's house cut tortilla chips topped with aged cheddar cheese and avocado, roasted corn salsa, red onion and cojita cheese. And then of course we added the brisket and I really liked this. Yeah. I mean, for being smokehouse nachos, because obviously there was some, what do you call it? Um, barbecue sauce on it i really liked him for that it, it's not your normal but you know sometimes it's fun to get I, something different yeah i did my first couple bites i was like my it took my brain a little bit to be like well this isn't like your standard like mexican style nachos it's like the shrimp and grits that i got yeah. with the barbecue no that's true and then but then once i got into it a little couple bites, I was like, okay this is really really good it was so we really enjoyed yeah. this this was kind of our pre-show uh, pre-gaming, I guess you should say, before we got into House of Blues. Yep. So we went ahead, lined up uh, for the show. I will say now, I know, listen, just, I'm sorry, if you want to skip ahead, skip ahead. I know people are probably tired of hearing me sometimes talk about Blue October, but <laughs> this, I will say this band um, has, has easily moved up over the past two years to possibly be one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, it is- Even over 21? It's close, man. This wow. I will say when when you look at the story of their lead singer, Justin, and you look at what he's been through and you look at what he's come out at, in the end now and where he is, um, when you listen to some of the lyrics, it is a life changing band for me. Um, I think it's something that over the past couple of years, um, it's one of those bands that has gotten me through a lot the way that when I was much, much younger, bands like Creed and Stabbing Westward did, mm. you know, lyrically okay. and, and musically and all of that um, outside of the Christmas season, because I listen to Christmas music from November 1st <laughs> to basically New Year's. Uh, I am listening to a Blue October playlist every single day. Wow. And it has been, um, yeah, very life changing type of of band so i know people are probably sick of me hearing talk about it but um we make sure to see them anytime they're near yeah and i can tell you right now uh there's going they're coming in april to the garden rocks i cannot wait already to plan that and be back there that's going to be super fun but in general if you enjoy rock music alternative music i highly suggest you check check out blue october if they come near you i would also suggest that if you are in Disney and you have a night free and you happen to see any band that you might enjoy coming to House of Blues, this is one of my favorite venues of all time. Yeah, it is super fun. I absolutely love it. I've I've gone to a lot of venues. I've seen a lot of bands. This is one of my favorites. It is super intimate and close and it's just it's an awesome venue yeah. so go see and, and the tickets are not insane yep you know when we look at our ticket master fees and other you know we go to see taylor swift for one million dollars and you can't get tickets dollars. it is awesome that you can go see incredible live music yeah. like this at disney springs so. and it was super fun because we met um this awesome couple amy and sean and we got to talking with them and actually hung out the whole time that was great and then she actually just told us of another concert they're going to go into in march that we might actually might have to look at look at you're like you want concert buddy again dropkick murphy's yeah i'm gonna play you some dropkick murphy's okay. after this you might change your mind oh knowing knowing probably your style and what you like okay um but yeah so we get in there and we, and we get a spot we actually got up at the second level and we had a good view like overlooking you can see yeah, the we whole did. stage and yep. everything that was cool and there was so 
I, I, I just absolutely love live music. And they, one of the things that I love and hate is opening bands because these are bands uh, that are usually yeah. trying to make their mark. And yeah. sometimes you do get stuck with ones that you're like, look, I appreciate what y'all are doing. But just stop. you're very talented, <laughs> but I just don't care for it. Yeah. And so I saw there's this opening band and they're called the Beatnik Bandits. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to look them up. I'm not going to do anything. I just want to be surprised. Um, let's just see what they're like. So just to add a little bit more value, I guess, to this episode, we'll get you we'll give you guys a quick listen to the Beatnik Bandits. Her name is Annie, now she goes by Charlotte Tombstone. Take money from your body just to buy a new home. Met my brother John Lathian of May. He gave her mama's diamond ring that very next day. Oh, something in her eyes. I saw the devil's lies. He wasn't listening to me. Something in her eyes, I saw the devil's lies, he wasn't listening to me. So I really enjoyed them. Um, it was this combination of like folk, rock, country. You remember yeah, Nathan- you remember Na- Nathaniel <laughs> Radcliffe? No. The son of a bee song that I would blast uh, from the golf God, cart yes. the whole time we were going through Fort Wilderness that one year. It was annoying. Nathaniel Radcliffe in the Night Sweats, I believe is the name of the full band. Okay. That's what it reminded me of. And they were super energetic and they were really, really good. Yeah. I, th- I thought it's like as far as live bands go, I absolutely love them. And I was super surprised. And I'm going to add them to my Spotify in ah. my playlist mm. um, because I really enjoyed them. Well, good. I'm glad. Well, let's move on to Blue October. And we will not spend a ton, ton of time on this because I know this isn't technically Disney related. Uh, for anyone who has still not looked up Blue October, how dare you? <laughs> After how many times I've mentioned them, here's a little snippet of them playing live in one of my absolute favorite songs. I'm never gonna give up. Remember what abuse did. It's time you look at facing as if you in any way understood. It always lowered me to downsize It always lowered my faith But it's in the corner rising next to me It's in the corner like it upstairs I can't explain the way Yeah, they are really good. I, I do love them every time. It's just so fun. And it was super funny because this time I'm like, I, I love them enough, obviously, to buy merchandise. And so it actually got cooler for us two Floridians now. And I bought a sweatshirt because I knew Jeremy or not Jeremy, excuse me, my daughter, Kaylin, would share it with me. I would share it. It's just not going to fit me. Right. Um, and then we actually got you a nice thin long sleeve because yeah. we have t-shirts and we have tanks and stuff. Well, I do, but, um, yeah, it was super funny cause we did that and then wore them the whole time. Yeah. The whole so show inside kind of cool. Yeah. 
All it night. was just just absolutely amazing experience. So again, you judge for yourself if you like them or not. That's cool. But uh, House of Blues is a wonderful venue, and I highly suggest it. It was when we were actually outside um, talking to Grace. She because she, she was like, "Who's playing tonight?" And I was like, "Blue October." And she's like, "I don't know if I know them." And she was about five years younger than us. And I was yeah. like, "There's a song. It's called Hate Me. Uh, I guarantee you know it. Um, you would probably you know recognize." She goes, "Yeah, you know." Uh, and she first slipped up and she goes, I think it was like Alien Ant Farm was here the other week. And I was like, wait, what? And she's like, no, no, wait, no, AFI. And I was like, oh, if you tell me Alien Ant Farm comes here, I will immediately drive down to watch them. Oh, I would love nice. to see them live. I think they're one of the few bands I miss. So we actually ended up having such a great time talking about this fun-filled weekend that we ran super duper long for this episode when we were recording it. So we decided to break it up into two parts. So if you want to hear the rest of the trip, including a garden grill review and seeing Josh Gad at the candlelight processional, as well as a lot of pizza eating. You have to tune in on Friday. So for now, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with the rest of this episode later this week. And as long as you're out there, go ahead and subscribe. You can get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And as always, we'd be super duper thankful if you'd leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.